So, this episode is completely at random. It was inspired by some events that made me rethink things a little bit differently. This is kind of more of a mental therapeutic episode with me and a fellow friend, poet, talent, dog nut chopper. Shout out to Gabriella, how you doing? Um, yeah, just one of those episodes where we just kind of vibe and just talking about a very um, interesting situation. And I hope you guys enjoy. In the words of Ludacris in 2003, who said in the song, no, Nate Dogg said it in the song, I'm sorry. Nate Dogg said, I got hoes, I got hoes in different area codes. What is going on? Welcome to the Greatest Voice Podcast. Yes, my voice does not sound as luxurious as it usually does with the microphone. So yes, it was a false. It was a fake. Yes, my voice was fake. This is how I really sound. I'm talking to you in the speaker of my own iPhone right now next to a heater in an apartment located in a very, very safe, safe environment. Wouldn't you say so, Gabby? Stop. Would you say, would you say, would you say so? Wouldn't you say so? There's not even a threat of gunfire here. Not at all. Let me see what you say. So, uh, we totally didn't have a shooting last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, I can, I can clearly walk outside and wear red, and nobody I didn't will say. It's a robbery. I didn't see shit. I'm nothing, my nothing, nothing. I, it's just, just the, the perfect place to be, right? You know, some of y'all are wondering. No, no, y'all ain't wondering. Y'all, y'all know how I get down. I record these episodes sometimes at random, and sometimes if you have a week where you'll get two or three episodes from me in a week, it's because. Usually something traumatic happened in my life. A lot of shit goes down in life. They might have took Teen Titans off of HBO Max, and y'all love how I know how I love cartoons. Not the Teen Titans. My, my favorite dog might be getting neutered tomorrow. A <laughs> bottle. He is, no, it's not a might be. His cojones his are gone. They're gone. I'm sorry, buddy. That was the condition. They told me I had to get you neutered. The yeah. dog. She's talking to the dog. Not me, the dog. The dog. Not me, not me. Um. Some of y'all know. There was an episode I did. Some of my long-term listeners know about this. There was an episode I did in August. Around August or July. And um, I was talking about how a close friend that I had had, me and said person had parted ways because of what the person said was some some aspect of my personality or jokes that I had made and the person took them seriously. And I did a whole 27-minute podcast, y'all remember, halfway in tears, talking about, like, how I understand that, you know, I have a very abrasive personality. Sometimes I say shit I shouldn't say. Sometimes I don't understand where my line is at in life, and et cetera, et cetera. It's this whole, this long-ass goddamn, like, like, if Joe Biden really did rape that child... And he came out and did it. And he did, he comes out and does an Oprah video with interview with Oprah talking about it. His shit couldn't compare to my episode that I did in August. It just was this beautiful content. Okay, clearly I missed some kind of news piece on that. But we'll, so we'll get to that later. We'll get, we'll get to that later. Keep rubbing your dog's soon to be neutered balls. Keep keep doing that. So with that being said, okay. First of all, you decided to no, neuter him. Not my thing. He's, he's he. You you can lick your cojones all you want, buddy. Just want to let you know, she did not even know that that was balls in Spanish until I told her, bro. That's not. I'll true. tell you, tell you if I, I swear to God, if I wasn't recording this podcast with my phone, I would put the sound effects in, like round of applause for me for being a good teacher. Matter of fact, my own round of applause. My own round of applause. Okay. 
Anyone that actually knows me knows my grandma is literally from Mexico. I'm sorry. Her grandmother went to Mexico for two and a half weeks. Now she's from Mexico. So anyway, <laughs> bringing it, bringing it, in, bringing it. Literally, okay. All right. You know what? Fine. Fine. No, it's okay. But um. It was. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't bring. I didn't bring race into it. I, I, I didn't bring race into it. I. I just. Sim- I didn't bring race into it. I simply said. Yeah. So anyway, um. I'm talking about this because. A few months later down the line. I learned that me and said person, parted ways. Not because, in essence, what I said was so crazy. But because what I said was actually true and manifested to be right, actually a few months down the line, or maybe honestly, I don't know when it manifested to be true. And I come to find out that me and the person actually just parted ways because what I said, I guess, hit the. There's a saying we have in African American culture. Those of y'all who are black will know something all our grandmas used to teach us. It's called if you throw a rock and a pack of dogs, the one that hollers is the one you hit. And some of us, we shorten the phrase down to being called a hit dog or holler. For those who didn't make it past eighth grade, all that simply means is when you make an accusation in a group or you say something to the group, the one who responds the loudest, the one who responds the strongest, that is the person who I'll say that accusation or maybe whatever would applies, e- to, most. applies to the most. Yes, you're following. Look, I, I can see you made it past eighth grade. High five for, for Miss Rosen, Rosen's high, uh, <laughs> middle school class, wherever that was in North Dakota, wherever you're, wherever you're, 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 I went to high school here in Stockton. Went to high school in Stockton. Don't tell them your address, girl. Now they gonna know where we at. It ain't that many crip neighborhoods in Stockton. Now they gonna know. So anyway. Not you specifying the neighborhood. So bring it up, bring it up, bring it up. <laughs> We're Sutter, we're Sutter Street Crips on everything. We're on Sutter Street. So, um, so, um, that's not the street. They don't even know. Damn, I gotta lie again. Dang it. We're, we're in South Stockton. I'm joking. I'm joking. We live in the suburbs, actually. We're in the suburbs. Now, I'm joking with y'all, but we in Modesto right now. We in Modesto. But, uh, so, but yeah, I found out that the person only got defensive and cut off the furniture with me and basically held threw it all through all the blame on me only because what I said it was true and it further manifested to be real. The reason why I took it so sensitive sensitive in the situation in the situation was because this person was a really close friend of mine. And that really affected me that my person that the person did me like that and I did a whole podcast like I remember talking about like how man I have all these friendships that just end. I have all my friendships that just burn. It's always my I'm gonna give you a better story. It's a better and better story. I've always had um uncomfortably accurate instincts about things. And ironically, it doesn't come from watching cartoons, it doesn't come from reading anime, it doesn't come from sitting in a bedroom with a dog who's soon to be neutered for three or four hours. Or receiving Chick Fil A that was supposed to be baked chicken, but I end up getting breaded chicken. It doesn't come from that. I asked him what that. it comes. I, I said he's doing keto. Please do grilled chicken. We need keto stuff, and they still gave me breaded. And I was like, you can't win. I tried. You just can't win. 
You're gonna have to sacrifice keto for one meal. That's what happens. When you go to, that's what happens when you go to Chick Fil A Modesto. So anyway, bringing it up because we don't laugh because then they they gonna know I'm lying. So so I bring it up because it doesn't come from any of those things. My instinct. My instincts come from my mother. My mother. Let me tell you, I don't. She this young lady who's here right now. She's the homie. She's never met my mama. Mama actually asked about her. She saw me put a put a video with me, her in the IG story. She said, oh, my God, she's beautiful. She's nice. Son, are you finally going to give me grandbabies? And I said, Mom, no, no, that is just my friend. She said, well, son, damn it, can she just have kids and you can and adopt them so I can feel like I'm finally going to get grandbabies? And I said, no, Mom, I'm not doing that. But my mom is my Don't mom. Don't worry. If I accidentally, you know, somehow become the next Virgin Mary because, you know, I'm a child of the Lord. I ain't seen anybody. Anyway, moving on. Um, if I somehow end up having a kid eventually, you could definitely be, you know, in its life by all means. Down the road. Late down the road. Late down the road. Okay? No time soon. More than welcome. More than welcome. I'm more than welcome. Yes, I have hope. There's hope at the end of the tunnel. But I, um, my mom has always had a very, 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 I can't emphasize this, very crazy way of breeding people. And the shit she used to say when I was a kid, bro, she just used to say shit. Oh, I can tell he's a pedophile. Why, mom? You don't even know. This is Safeway. Son, trust me. I know. And she used to get in so many arguments with my family, with my stepdad's family, with people in the street, neighbors, dogs, anything. Dogs. And through a long series of events of her being with my stepfather, me and my stepfather getting into it, our family splitting up, my stepfather cheating on my mom with a man. Yes, my man, my stepfather was a closet homosexual and all this other stuff. They ended up splitting up. I ended up leaving, going to my family in Georgia and it's all this other stuff. We'll and, later. Yeah. And so I bring it up because one day I was sitting with an aunt who my mom had made some very, very fucked up accusations about her, some very fucked up things about her, right? And my aunt told me something I would never forget. She said, the thing about your mom is it's not necessarily that she's wrong. She just shouldn't be the person saying it. It's not that she's necessarily wrong. She didn't just see the person saying it. You shouldn't say this and that about people's kids. You shouldn't say this. And I, and, and, and I think that's true. I think there's. There is something to be said about knowing your place when it comes to certain comments that you make, certain things that you say. But nevertheless, the instincts was fucking accurate than a motherfucker. Now, bring it up because tonight, tonight, and I'm going somewhere with this. People who listen to me, you know, stick with us, stick with us right now, stick with me and Toto over here and my friend. Um, <laughs> The conversation I wanted to have tonight was about your instincts versus your insecurities. And I bring it up because tonight lost a very, 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 very cool friend over a situation I won't get specific with just because out of respect for that person's privacy and that other person's privacy. But it was a situation that I kind of always had suspicions about. Suspicions about the situation. But about how some things were going on, about how certain feelings were to me from said person and that said person's family, about how they might have thought about me. But, you know, the person lied to me for like the last four or five months and said, JT, you're tripping. You don't know what you're talking about. 
No, with your whoop, Coca-Cola does not taste like Dr. Pepper. No, you're wrong. That was that wasn't what the fight was over, but you understand. But it was something very serious. Something very, very serious. I come to find out those 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 instinctual feelings that I had about the person said person family were right. And uh and I know y'all are mad because I'm really just beating around the bush. I know y'all wanna hear me go on here and say the real shit and get my little shits off and tell y'all like what really happened, names and stuff like that. And trust me, I would, but just I don't feel like, I just don't feel like dealing with the backlash. I just want to just keep it vague as possible. But I bring it up because both those key friendships that I had, my instincts told me in the very beginning, whatever issue that ended up ending our friendship, it wasn't about that. It was more about me being right in the situation and they just didn't want to face it. The first one was that. Then the second one situation was just, my instincts telling me that I was right about my feelings to this, about what this person's family might have felt about me, or this person might have felt about me. But for whatever reason, the person was lying and trying to make me feel crazy. Both situations. The thing about it is like what we're talking about. Is we we are afraid that our. I feel like we're afraid that our insecurities mesh too well with our instincts we're afraid to believe our instincts because we think it's our insecurities so like for me in my situation like i was with that person and the whole time i was with them my my gut kept telling me something's wrong there's something else involved there's something else going on something is off but then i thought that it was my insecurity telling me that because i thought it was me being like I just want to second guess this i self-destruct on everything i always think there's something wrong i always you know, I have a problem trusting people. So that I'm like, it's just my trust issues. It's just my trust insecurities. But to find out later on that I was right the whole time. I, my instincts were right the whole time. But I didn't want to believe my instincts because of my insecurities. And I don't know how to tell the difference. Would you like to say something, Toto? <laughs> the dog or just looking at his paws. You should be looking at your balls because that's what's gonna be going. You tomorrow. gonna miss him tomorrow? You gonna miss him tomorrow, baby? You gonna miss him tomorrow? You ain't gonna have shit to look then, but um. But like it, it, it really messes you up. It really messes you up because, and it, it breaks my heart because it's like. There are so many of us who are in relationships with people, who our instincts tell us that. They don't love us for the opposite. Our insecurities tell them they don't love us. And in some situations, your insecurities are right. Some situations, your instincts are right. There are a lot of us who have friendships, who a lot of us in business partnerships, a lot of us workplaces where our instincts tell us nobody here got your back. But we ignore that because we want to believe, you know, these people here are our friends. These people here are my dunnies. These people here are our comrades. My comrades. Um, the reason why I'm going in depth with this, this instinct versus insecurity thing, is because it's uh, how can I put it? It's like a constant battle to put your trace, your faith, and trust in people. Be it in a romantic partner, be it in a business partner, be it in the people that you work with. And a lot of the time, we don't really, we really don't count how many people in the world we're just praying and hoping that they're going to treat us fair or treat us like we're treating them. And when you're somebody, I'll say, who 
comes from a background where, you know, a background of insecurities of having to deal with a lot of bullshit or just in, you know, having a troubled background as a kid. It's hard for you to. My biggest fear, I'm just saying, fuck it. My biggest fear when it comes to me dealing with my insecurities, my instinct is I don't want to be like my mom. Because my mom, that's what I'm baking around about situation. My mom killed so many friendships, relationships, of crazy shit she said, crazy accusations she made, et cetera, et cetera. But were they always right? Most of them were right. And it makes me mad because I was always scared to be like her. I was, I'll never forget one time her, my aunt, man. Hold on. Were those relationships then real? Well, well, what my mom had an issue with and I inherited the issue with, I inherited the issue that I think fucks me up with dealing with people is, you know, the thing about about life, there's no perfect, there's no perfect relationships, no perfect, uh, there's no perfect friendships. There's no perfect romantic relationships. So I bring all that up because a lot of y'all know when you have a friendship and you got a romantic relationship, certain shit, we always talk about what you're willing. We always talk about, you know, the, 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 we never talk about what you have to tolerate and what you have to accept for maintaining that friendship, for maintaining that relationship, retaining that partnership. My mom always had a very low tolerance when it came to shit like that. So say, for example, my mom would say, well, I have a low tolerance of you treating my kid a certain way, even though he's not blood related to the family. He's an in-law, yes, but he's been in the family for 13 years. And generally speaking, in the family, that's not something you're supposed to talk about. My mom was saying a situation I have an issue with us being being cool with this uncle coming to the family reunion and being cool with this is the same uncle that raped two or three of my sisters. But that's something we're not supposed to talk about. And there are some other situations where I can say she might have been tripping a little bit, but the extent there was the truth. And with all, and I used to, oh, I remember one time she got into my Aunt Mary about some shit. I forgot what it was. And I just used to beg her. I was begging her at home, like, because the situation ended up splitting her family apart. I'm 13 at the time. I wanted some fucking friends. And I couldn't go play with my cousins and shit like that because of that. And I was just crying. Like, Mom, why don't you just call and apologize? And she said, she, I'll never forget. She said, you want me to fucking bend over and lie just to be friends with people? You want me to bend and lie over just to be friends with people so you can have friends to play with? I'm not doing that. And I would go home and just be so upset. Then you get older and you go through the same thing. I don't know how to tell you insecurities before me. Insecurities. I'll be honest with you. I don't know. A lot of the time when I deal with motherfuckers at this point in my life, I just kind of go off of the first feeling I have. I used to always... Sorry to say something. You say something. My head hurts. Okay. Well, for me, it's like... I have a hard time distinguishing between insecurities and instinct because I want to believe it's me that's the problem and not them. I want to believe it's my own brain that's wired wrong and not that they're actually possibly a bad person and they're capable of doing bad things and they're capable of causing hurt because I want to believe that people are good and I want to believe, I just want to believe that I'm wrong, that maybe I can have this person in my life because 
maybe they are good or maybe I'm just, I don't know. I want to believe that I'm the crazy one because I want to believe that someone wouldn't want to hurt me. Someone wouldn't want to intentionally hurt me. Or for my sake, I wanted to... I'm trying so hard not to get into specifics, but I wanted so hard. Like, I have a hard time trusting people, so I finally let my guard down. I finally believed in someone, and I told them my biggest insecurity. And that was that was one of my ways of combating my insecurity was telling them about it. Like, hey, I'm insecure. Please just don't disappear. I'm insecure about someone just disappearing. You can... You can, like, just just be my friend. Just don't up and disappear. I hate when people just up and disappear. Because then I sit there and I wonder why. And why was I not enough for you to stay? Like, did I not matter enough for you to give me even the time of day to even still have me? Like, do I not matter enough to be in your life? I don't know. I'm just... And that insecurity now plays a huge part in instinct. Because now... Now I have an even harder time distinguishing between instinct and insecurity because now I'm just like, I'm so afraid to trust anyone. Am I letting that fear of trusting anyone create my own fake instinct? Like, when I meet someone, I have a gut feeling and I'm just like, oh, I don't think I can trust them. But I'm like, am I just thinking that because I'm insecure and am afraid of trusting someone and connecting with someone again? Or... Is it genuinely because my instinct is like, this person, not it, not it. And like, I, I wish I would have believed my, my instinct more than my thought that it, it was an insecurity. Does that make sense? Because it, it sucks because you, when you, when you get down there, it takes time. You won't know until months down the line that you were right, that the whole time your gut or your instinct that you thought was just you being crazy was actually right. But you never find out until it's already too late. Until it has already happened. And the whole time when you're listening to your gut the whole time and you're thinking it's your insecurity and you're calling yourself crazy. It's insane to look back and be like, wow, I, I wanted so badly to believe that I was wrong. That I pretended it wasn't even there. I just let it slide. I pretended that like I was making it up. And it was me that was the problem. And like, I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know why it's just because it's like. Oh, what is that? There's like a saying where it's like. Um, the less you know, the better. Or like sometimes I want to like close my eyes to things. I want to close my eyes and believe that I'm wrong. That you know, they're not going to leave, or they're not going to hurt me, or they're, they're going to stay there. I want to believe that my insecurities are wrong. I ignore my instinct. That's the problem I have. Because, um, it can, um, <laughs> it's tough. It's, um, insecurity versus instinct is tough. A lot of y'all don't understand, man. Um, yeah, a lot of the time, a lot of the time, most people 
they are. Why do my voice get like this out of nowhere? I don't know, but like, <laughs> but, we, we both are, we both yeah. a little emotional today. Uh, most people are more comfortable with throwing the blame on somebody else, with blaming the other person for their problems, with, with saying, you're the reason that this happened, and it's not me. Most people are comfortable with putting the blame on somebody else. And, and when I say this, I'm not I'm not trying to sound like we're better than anybody else because we're not. We all got fucked. I mean, I just gave you a whole fucked up ass mental story about all my... I, sh- I should be talking to a therapist, not, 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 not uh, the homie over here, but... I mean, you ever heard of... Lyra, Lyra, whatever that, that almond thing. I'll be, I'll start with you paying that. I mean, you might need to just need to like work with Starbucks like one day a week. I mean, I'm. <laughs> 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 swear, swear that, swear that. I might do that. But, um, for a lot of people, there are a lot of people in the world we never talk about. We always have conversations about the people who are uncomfortable with accepting the blame. We never talk about people who over accept the blame for situations because those people who do over accept the blame. I don't know how there, there's people who are listening to this podcast who can relate to what I'm about to say. You have to really understand that sometimes it's a it's almost a false sense of comfort of being able to say all of this is my fault because I'd rather have it be my fault. I'd rather Ratch have it be at my fault because I want to know. I want to feel like that it was just me tripping. Or I want to feel like it just was my end. Or I want to feel like it's just my, it's me being crazy. Oh, the fucking God, I don't want to. Because it still, because when I do that, it still gives me faith in humanity. It still gives me faith in believing that there's good in people. It still gives me faith in hoping that, dude, it's not what you think. No, the whole world is not against you like you think. Oh no, it's not like this. Oh, it's not like that. And it's uh I'm I'm like that. As my homie shout out to the homie over here, Gabs, aka Gunna Gabs, aka Gas Gunna a Gaff. She she's the same way, you know. I'm like, it, gonna cry myself to sleep. Gonna cry herself to sleep, <laughs> yes, yes. On yeah, yeah, yeah. She can she can she can dry her eyes with the with the bread of this damn chicken she got me. So bring it up, bring it up, bring it up, bring it up because well, bring it up because nah, it's a um, it's a real thing, man. You know, a lot of people don't. Um, I'm gonna put a button in this because I didn't want to make this a long episode. I already gave y'all two or three episodes recently where I was kind of going through my trauma, and I be I feel like I've sometimes I use this podcast as like my trauma therapy thing. I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna pass it to her. I don't know how to tell the difference between your instinct and insecurity. The only way I can tell you how I do it is my instinct is my very first gut feeling. When I try to separate my brain, my instinct from my ego, from my insecurities. I try to trust my gut feeling. I used to always say this in the podcast. I've told her this a dozen times. I've told a lot of our homies, but when I say it, it just sounds like I'm being weird. I always say that, like, guys with men, what we do so many times when it comes to talking to a girl and we wonder if she likes us or not, a lot of the time you can trust your gut instinct and tell if a woman likes you or not or if a man really likes you or loves you or not. A lot of times you can instinctually feel it, but your ego get involved, your insecurities get involved, and you don't want to believe it. That's why it's so funny, bro. Like, you can have a... It's interesting how you can talk to somebody and... Because of like the warp way you might look at things, 
you perceive the, uh, the interaction totally different than somebody else who is nearby you. And that's why you, when you find yourself in situations where you're like, well, no, but I know he loves me. No, maybe, okay, maybe he, well, no, because, you know, he, you know, he, he, he didn't talk to me for four days, but when he did talk to me, he responded to every message that day. Okay, maybe she don't like, no, she do like me because that one time, yes, yeah, she blew me off four or five times, but that one day where I took her for Chick-fil-A and bought her Chick-fil-A and et cetera, et cetera, yeah, yeah, she stuck with me that day. And it's like, it's weird, man. It's weird, man. It's uh, I don't know. I I've, I've, I have no more words. I shall let her get her words off. The phone's too close to his nuts. Shoot, this is my podcast now. We taking over. <laughs> oh gosh, I talk a lot. So. For those of you that don't know yet, um, yes, he's saying poetry snaps because I do poetry fun stuff, um, which is why I'm weirdly sensitive. Um, I say that weirdly sensitive because that's a long story. If you know me, you know. If you know, you know. Anyway, um, I think that I... How should we end this, JD? Um, if you are strong enough to distinguish between the two, hit us up. Let us know. <laughs> Could you some advice? Oh, Could you? Go- security, <laughs> 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 I'm a mama. I gave you a damn Um. But yeah, no, it's it's something that really perplexes you and. It's something that you don't, I don't know if I'd, you don't want to see or like you see when it's too late. I, I don't know how to distinguish between the two right now. Or maybe I just don't have the courage to. Maybe if I was smart, you know, a couple months ago when I first started everything and if I had not been so infatuated and I would have listened to my instincts, I would have said, maybe we should just cut it. Maybe we should just cut ties because something's off, something's wrong. And if you don't want to come out and say what's wrong, I can't work with that. If you can't look at yourself in the mirror and admit to what's going on, it won't work. And if I had listened to my instincts rather than pretending like it was my insecurities, maybe I'd be in a different boat now. But... Instead, I thought it was just me. I thought, you know what? You're self-destructing. You're overthinking it. Um, You're just insecure. It's not what you think. And here I am learning the hard way that it was exactly what I thought it was. And the gut feeling that I had was right. My instinct was correct. And it wasn't my insecurity. But I wasn't strong enough at the time to believe it because I wanted to believe that I don't know I wanted to believe that like it was real or true or believe in someone believe in someone's words trust them believe in their words to overcome my insecurities I don't know I guess I wanted to believe that hey you stop that I know you want the chicken but that's enough see what you did you gave him chicken earlier for reference you cannot, he cannot eat after 10 p.m. And what did I say? I said, JT, 
please do not give Apollo any you food. You did not specify if it was daylight savings or not daylight savings. Therefore, 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 I didn't know. But you know, you don't need. Did the doctor even specify? Yeah, they said not after ten p.m. Okay, well then, what time is it? Ten fifty. What? It's ten eleven. It's over. like eleven something. He'll be fine. Ain't that right, baby? <laughs> Anyways, we were in deep chat. Anyway. I guess I guess what I'm saying is maybe it just takes a lot of courage and strength. Maybe in order to figure out the difference between insecurity and instinct is courage. Maybe the answer is just courage and strength. Who knows? I don't know. Well, uh... I'm in this podcast with a few black proverbs that kind of fall on this subject. One, it's my grandma's. If you throw a rock in a pack of dogs, the one to holler is the one you hit. That's one. The second is... Nah, I don't have nothing to do with this. <laughs> I mean, I'll even have to say that. <laughs> Man, um, I don't know. You can just say anything to say with it, just say it. I'll just say, dog bark at the moon. Don't even know what he's barking at. It's old black proverbs land. Hey. He ain't like that shit. Hey, he here? He's like, what the fuck you mean? I know what I'm barking at on my mama. On Modesto Crip, right? With that being said, much love, peace, and chicken grease. Um, this has been the therapeutic episode. Um, yeah, man. It's pleasure talking to you. Pleasure talking to everybody. Shout out to the homie Gabriella, the poet. You can. She's one of the few people I follow on on TikTok. So if you go to my TikTok, you can just follow her, find her. You know. She's a Samoan woman. Anyway, with that being said, with that being said, much love, peace and chicken grease. Y'all be good.